This call is being recorded. Morning, good morning. Happy Monday. Leticia from Arizona. I'm your host this morning. Anybody else on the line want to say good morning? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Sister Susie. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Monday to you, too, sweetie. Happy Monday to you. <laughs> Thank you. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Did anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Sister Diane. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday, Nikki. Good morning, Big TV family. It's Pam. I love y'all. Happy Monday. Good morning, Sister Pam. Happy Monday to you, too. Thank you. Can I just ask that you guys and my family lift it up in prayer, please? Thank you. Yo, yo, good morning, family. Good morning, Brother E. It's Miss Family. Good morning, good morning. It's Deborah Evans. Good, good morning. morning. Happy Monday to you. Good morning, happy Monday to you. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Did anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning, this is Jacqueline from Virginia. Good morning, this is Jacqueline from Virginia. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. 
welcome. Good morning, good morning. It's Patricia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Can anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Hey, good morning, Victory family. Um, this is Mona. How you guys? Happy Monday. Good morning. Happy Monday to you, too. Thanks for joining us. Yes, good morning. Good morning, this is Yvette. Good morning, this is Yvette. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Good morning, Victory family. This is Sister Veronica. Have a great day. Good morning, Sister Veronica. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, it's Krishanda. Happy Monday. Good morning, Krishanda. Happy Monday to you, too. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Patricia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Can anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Hi, I'm Joyce Meyer, host of the Joyce... All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and get started with the business at hand today. Good morning, good morning, happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona, and I am your hostess this morning. First, we want to say thank you all for joining with Declare Victory. We are a prayer call. We meet Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend. So they can be blessed too. Be sure to stay tuned in with us for the rest of the month as the monthly theme entitled is The Faith Factor. You don't want to miss the messaging, the lessons, and the heart shares that we are brought to you from our own wonderful and gifted, talented declares. There is one announcement today. If you've been blessed by the call and you would like to sow into it, please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me backslash declarevictory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father. We return to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There were no prayer requests submitted on the app. However, there was one spoken prayer request. It's by our sister Pamela. Sister Pam, excuse me. And she would just like us to lift her up in our prayers. No need for specifics because God already knows. For the call today, here's the declaration. will be done by Sister Pamela. Praying and leading us in corporate praise will be brought by Sister Yolanda. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the Claire, Sister Pamela. Again, the order of the call. The declaration we brought by Sister Pamela, praying and leading us in corporate praise we brought by Sister Yolandra. Immediately after that, we'll go right into closing comments, hosted by a declare, Sister Pamela. The scripture reading today is brought to you from James 2.18. Ye, a man may say, I fast faith, and I have works. She me thy faith without thy works and I will see my faith by my works. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. 
at this time. Again, I wanted to thank all of you who have joined us here to declare victory. Happy Monday to you all. Please take this time to check your phones to make sure your standard mute button is on as the call is being recorded, and we would like to preserve the integrity of it. I now pass the call to declare for the day, Sister Pamela. Amen. Um, so good to be on the call this morning. I thank God um, for all of you, for all of your prayers. Um, through my surgery and procedures, uh, God has truly brought me through. Um, I'm still recovering a little bit, but um, a little weak, a lot of pain, but God is good. God is merciful. And um, this morning, um, as I was preparing for, actually, let me just uh, stop and open up in a word of prayer. Father God, I just come to you this morning um, thanking you, God, for uh, this opportunity, God, to serve you, to be used by you, God. I thank you, God, for um, our, our, our host this morning, God. I thank you for her faithfulness, God. I thank you for Dion, God, for her faithfulness and even uh, uh, developing and coming up with this, this call. And I thank you, God, for those who have called in this morning for their faith, God, and uh, for their dedication and love for you, God. God, I just pray, Lord, that you would use me, God, and uh, that those who hear um, this declaration, God, that it would not uh, land on deaf ears, God, but they would be willing to uh, heed, God, uh, your word, God, and move forward uh, with your call. God, I just praise you and I thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Um, so uh, this morning, um, I, um, as I was preparing for this declaration, I kept kind of coming back to this particular um, chapter, and I know many people have utilized this chapter in the past and uh, when it comes to the topic of faith, and um, uh, this month being the topic of faith factor. And so I was studying this book. Um, God really um, kind of led me to the latter part of this particular chapter. And um, that's uh, where I'll be coming from this morning uh, for the declaration, um, starting with the 36th uh, verse in the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews. Um, but before I um, really jump into these verses, I want to kind of give a little overview of the book of Hebrews. Um, now, the author's not really known, um, but this uh, book was primarily written um, to encourage um, the Jewish believers. Um, and I want to remind you all to please uh, check your phones and make sure that it's on mute and uh, just to uh, reserve the integrity of the call. Thank you. Uh, but it was um, really written to the Jewish believers and really encouraging them that it was time for them to turn away from their Jewish traditions and their rituals and their ways of doing things in the past um, from those 
temporal worship and animal sacrifices and religious traditions uh, because uh, these traditions were only enforced and needed um, as a way uh, of worship, uh, as a way to lead them to the Lamb uh, that has now come through Jesus Christ. And so the author of Hebrew was trying to really reiterate um, to them, to the Jewish believers, that uh, there's no more need for um, these tangible ways of worship because now um, we we have a savior, we have a God, and it's now time for you to put your faith in God, in Jesus Christ, this, this savior um, and his teachings and even though uh, they can't see or touch or feel the things, it's now time for them to walk in their faith. And this 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews um, kind of um, points out very clearly what faith is and uh, kind of goes into the definition of faith. And I'm not going to really go into that or break it down in deta detail because Dion did a very beautiful job last week um, on that. And but yet it states that, you know, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence or confidence of things unseen. And it basically was um, informing these Jewish believers that there's no more need for these tangible ways because Christ has come. And so now it's time. Uh, for them to put their trust and faith in the Lord, um, just as the believers of the past. And it goes on to kind of explain that um, how the elders of, of, of the faith were able to, um, you know, trust God. And, and because of their trust in God and their faith, they had this great testimony um, they were able to achieve uh, this, this, their testimony because of their faith in God. And then verse three kind of leads us into uh, uh, how uh, God, by faith, uh, the creation of this universe was, came into existence and was created just because of the spoken word of God, that God spoke it. Uh, that that by faith we understand that this world came to an existence from nothing. Like there was nothing tangible, nothing uh, uh, that was there. This this world was created by nothing. That Jesus took nothing. God took nothing and created the entire universe. And then it goes on um, into verse four. And the author kind of begins to list all of these men and women of faith, um, two women specifically. And he talks about their great sacrifice and how um, they worshiped and served God faithfully. And because of their great testimony, uh, they can share with the world uh, of, of, of their faith that believe uh, men and women will be saved. And it's interesting that so often we tend to utilize these first few verses in this chapter of Hebrew, this 11th chapter, 
And um, usually we tend to stop, you know, somewhere around um, verse 32, um, not really proceeding beyond that. And as I was studying, uh, God really revealed and showed to me, you know, what the faith factor really was all about. And therefore, I really wanted to kind of focus more intently on verses uh, 36 through um, through uh, through 40. And in these um, verses, uh, we see uh, believers who are going through suffering because before they that uh, they they the author spoke of how the believers were able to overcome kingdoms um how they ruled over justice uh ruled with justice how they um basically um shut the mouths of lions how they had victory um how they were able to quench fiery furnaces and you know how they escaped uh the death of the sword and and it's interesting that even in their weakness, it shows how they still had this great strength and their weakness um, brought about this strength so that they could defeat their adversaries and they could put their enemies at flight. And while um, these uh, first 36 uh, verses in this 11th chapter, uh, really deal with uh, great heroes of faith, and that's what we call this chapter, the chapter. Of faith. Uh, you to please put your call on mute. Um, someone has their mute button um, open and their speaker on. Thank you so much. Um, but um, these, uh, like I said, the these believers um, prior to verse uh, 36, um, you know, were great men and women of faith. And um, this particular chapter shows um, how they, um, were able to overcome great adversities. Um, but yet, when we get to the 36th uh, verse, we uh, begin to see men and women of God who uh, don't always see healings being manifested in their lives. They don't always see victories um, occurring um, in the midst of their circumstances, they don't always um, see uh, that they they um, receive the desires of their heart, even or or you know, for many of them, they while they had great faith, it didn't always mean that they would not have failures would not go through troubles or heartaches. Uh, having great faith 
did not exclude them from having the ability to defeat every challenge in their lives or that they would overcome with great victories. Yes, having faith doesn't always mean that there is a happily ever after for every believer. And as you, um, I, I really want to encourage you to read this entire um, chapter because through these final verses, we begin to see that while you walk by faith and not by sight, while you trust and believe in a mighty God, an amazing God, awesome God, a grace, graceful and great, merciful God, a God who is always in control. And even if our victories are never won, yet will we serve him because God will always have the final word. God is always in control in our lives while we are not. He's always has things under control. Yes, even though many of these men and women of God didn't always see the great victories, it did not mean that God had turned his back on them, nor has he turned his back on any of us. It doesn't mean that God was no longer there for them. For by faith, they knew, and we know that we know that we know that God is still on the throne. God is still in control. God still will prevail. And these final verses in the 11th chapter of Hebrew really talk about the tremendous faith that these men and women of God had. They never saw victory. They, they never saw um, all uh, they never saw the promise and and when i think of these believers i think of acts um uh, i think it's the 12th chapter in acts where uh peter and james james is put to death and peter is spared miraculously he's spared Yet it was the same God, the same prayer meeting was going on. Yet they both had faith towards God. Yet they experienced very different outcomes. <laughs> when I think of these believers in this final uh, chapter of, of the book of Hebrews, uh, it reminds me of. Um, of uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who, um, how they spoke, their God was able to deliver them. And even if he was not, they still would not bow down and worship. And that was just such a remarkable thing for them to say that if not, they still would worship God. If it was God's will that they burned, 
they still would worship him for God would deliver them one way or another through the fire or through being able to live with him forever, that the fire would consume them or they would be with God. And that's just an amazing statement. Like I said, these, these men and women of God didn't always see the victories that, that, that Abraham and, and Isaac and Moses and Enoch and all of those who, uh, Jer, uh, Jeremiah, Rahab, all of those who are listed in this book, uh, this, this chapter who, like I said, we refer to the, the heroes of faith. But as I read this chapter, I really felt like the heroes of the great faith resided in these final verses. And in these final verses, it speaks of how they would be quenched by fire, escape the edge of the sword. Yet, through their, though they were weak, they would be mighty in war. It goes on to say, um, verse 36, others suffered mocking and flocking. Others were chained and imprisoned. They were stoned. They saw, they were sawed in two. They were killed with swords. They went with skins of sheep and goats. They were destituted, afflicted, mistreated, of whom the world was not worthy. Wow. <laughs> They hid in deserts and mountain and dens and caves of the earth. Yet they still had faith. Let me remind you once again to, to put your phone on mute. Someone still has their phone um, unmuted. Um, yes, these believers remind me of Galatians chapter 4 where Paul was saying through his infirmities he first preached the gospel Um, it didn't say that uh, that Paul was uh, unable to to to, um, in spite of the fact that he was sick that he was able to preach the gospel or that he was able to press on in spite of his his illness. But he said because of his infirmities, he was able to preach the gospel. So see, Paul was saying God used his illness, his sickness, to direct his path and to bring him to the very moment where all these churches were born and brought forth. It was through it that this took place. And yet, there would be those who would say to Paul, uh, yeah, but you were sick because of a lack of your faith. It was because of uh, a lack of your faith that caused you to be sick. But, But Paul was saying, no, it was the hand of God that used me in a powerful way. Yes, it's unfortunate. Um. Because many believers, like 
those uh, during Paul's day would say the same to many of us on this call, many of us, uh, many Christians across this world, that because of our lack of faith is why we deal with uh, not being able to be victorious, why we have sickness in our lives, why we suffer, why we deal with infirmities. In fact, Job's counselors even accused him of the the same thing. People still um, uh, uh, say the same thing today. And it's interesting that um, when people uh, are sinning against God or rebelling, it's like that's when we should warn them, you know, that you know um it you know to to be careful because what you reap you sow you know if you continue in this method if you continue doing the things that you're doing that um the possible outcome could be devastating to their lives um yet it's interesting when so many um christians use this same philosophy uh, that Job's friends did, the same correction who immediately assume that your lack of, of, of ability to see victories, your, your shortcomings, your illness, your poverty, your, your lack is because sin in your life or because there's lack of faith in your life. And this is an error that many Christians make, um, that because um, you're the, um, you know, having this um, ailment in your life, because you're not able to see victories in your life, uh, because you have infirmaries, that it's a direct uh, proof that there's a lack of faith, but that's why I love these uh, these last few verses because it's clear that it was these believers who dealt with such great adversities, you know, being killed with swords, uh, being stoned. They dealt with such great hardships, and yet rather than assuming that they sinned against God uh, or that um, they uh, have a lack or that they are um, are rebelling against God. Instead, this particular author in this 11th chapter, which is believed to be Paul, says no, <laughs> because of their great faith, because they have chosen to go through these suffering, you know, the world is not even worthy to be in their presence. God sometimes allow these things to happen in the lives of believers and why it's difficult to uh, phantom that. God allowed these hardships to be their testimony God allowed their trials 
to be an opportunity that others would be moved and saved by it. I know I have been the recipient of people questioning um, my healings and, you know, I go through um, surgeries quite frequently. I go through um, procedures and I'm in the hospital quite, quite uh, frequently. And I've been told on numerous occasions that there must be sin in my life. There must be, Uh, something that I'm lacking, that I must be being disobedient to God. But yet these believers had such great faith. Instead of assuming that their suffering was because of of, uh, something they deserved or some fault of their own, the truth of the matter is is that we all (laughs) – you know, have come short of the glory of God. We all deserve, you know, have not come, uh, received what we deserve because of God's grace and mercy and atonement and love. And these believers uh, in this final verses in this chapter of Hebrew, it was not any fault of their own that they went through what they went through, uh, that they were persecuted and um, um, afflicted just as James did not suffer because of his rebellion he was beheaded and it was not because of a lack of his faith Paul um, and, and Silas spoke of how they wished they were dead Uh, because of them going through uh, such great um, adversities, yet it was because of their hope and their faith they were able to hold on. Um, And then there was Matthew who was skinned alive, yet he still had great faith. He had great faith that was not because he deserved it. And Thomas, who uh, was uh, pierced, Yet he served Christ and was faithful. And then there was Peter who was crucified upside down, not because of his sin, but because he had such great faith in Christ. And John who was banished, not because of his sin, but for serving Christ. And what these scriptures tell us is that there has been an always will be through ages and times to come will be believers who have gone through tremendous hardships and who have seen great adversities. They were pressed on every side and destitute and they were uh, going through great suffering yet in their circumstances they Showed great faith because their faith was connected to something they were hoping for. It was connected to something that was unseen, that they were unable, that they were able to endure these hardships of their present circumstances. 
And they had this hope where many unbelievers are not. They were able to see this light in the midst of darkness where someone without faith would be unable to see that light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, these believers with great faith loved God with all their heart, with all their mind, with all their souls. And here in verse 38, we kind of see God's assessment of this whole thing. Because God looks at this and uh, in verse 38, and it says that these believers, these men and women of faith, whom the world would not even, were not even worthy of their wonders. Uh, let me back up a little bit. And start out at uh, verse um, 36, it says, Others tortured, mocked, flocked, that they might receive a better resurrection. Some were tortured and suffered, chained and imprisoned. They were stoned. I spoke of them being solved in two and tempted. They wandered about in sheepskin and goatskin, destitute, afflicted, tormented, mistreated. And like I said, in verse um, 38, it says, the world was not worthy even though they wandered in deserts and mountains and caves in the earth, all of these obtain a great testimony through faith, but not receive the promise since God had provided something better for us. This part of us, they should not be made perfect. Let me remind you, uh, once again, someone still has their um, phone unmuted. Can you please um, mute your call? Yes, can you please mute your phone? Um, So we see that these believers who... The world was not worthy. Now, many would say if you're suffering, you're not worthy of the kingdom because you're sinning or because of your lack of faith. You're you're not taking um, the kingdom of God serious. You're not embracing God's um, will for your life. Uh, you're not you're not worthy of the kingdom. Yet God says. No, my children who go through tremendous pain and hardships, when I look at them, all I could think is that the world is not worthy to have them, or only the kingdom is worthy. I mean, wow, when we think of God looking at believers 
from those eyes that the world is not worthy. hardships and our suffering in a whole nother light. Now, don't get me wrong. There are people who um, may go through sufferings and may go through hardships because God is trying to, to correct them. But here we see examples of believers who have received a good report from God, who have gone through great suffering, but because of their great faith in God, they were able to overcome. Yeah, it's interesting that they mention, you know, Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah and David and uh, Samuel. He never mentions any of their shortcomings. He never mentions um, in this particular chapter that they were adulterous and thieves and liars, never mentions any of their shortcomings, because in God's eyes, uh, that's not written, that, that, that's not uh, important, because God looks at our heart. God sees our great faith. God sees what we go through, and God will... Um, um, honor and um, reward us for our faith. Now, I want to point out in verse um, 39 how it says that, um, yes, these all had were commended for their faith, yet not received the promise. And when I read that, I was like, wait a minute, they didn't receive the promise? And when I went back and really looked at this, you know, it didn't say they did not receive promises of God as many of the other believers that are listed in the first few verses in this chapter. But it says they did not receive the promise, which meant they did not, um, were not able to see the um, fruition of their efforts. They were not able to see uh, the coming of Christ. They were not able to see Jesus Christ um, dwell on this earth as a result of their suffering, and they suffered greatly because of God and because of his His love and because of the things that he uh, um, stood for and that they knew that there would be a kingdom that would be coming. And because of that, they they stood firm. But yet, even though they did not see the kingdom that was to come, even though they did not see the Savior that was to come. They never received that promise. They still stood strong in their faith. Just as many of us stand strong in our faith in God. We may never see the second coming of Christ, but it says in this particular verse that these believers, though they did not see the promise, God provided them something better And that was that he was needing to use them through his sovereignty. They suffered their hardship. They went through hardship. Yet God overlooked their plea uh, to be um, delivered because God looked down through 
the time of, of, of the universe and he saw those who still needed to be saved. He saw those who were still in need of of a savior. He saw those who were still in need of his son. And though we may never see the second coming of Christ, we still need to stand in faith, in great faith, even though we may go through persecutions, even though we may have uh, sicknesses in our lives, we still need to stand in great faith and allow um, our lives to be a witness to others of who God is because God needs to use us so that others will see his love, his, his, um, his mercy, his grace, that others will receive that through his son, Jesus Christ. Now, I wanted to really focus on these, um, like I said, these um, believers and really let us see that even though we go through hardships, it doesn't always mean that there is sin in our lives or that it's a lack of faith. But we need to trust God and have faith in God that just as Habakkuk did when he said, though, there be no uh, fruit on the vine, though the, 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 the crops may fail, regardless to what happens, we're still going to trust you, God. We're still going to serve you, God. We're still going to do everything that you've called us to do. Um, there in the third um, chapter, Habakkuk, which happens to be one of my favorite um, books of the Bible, and he said, though there's no vine from the blossom, from the fig tree, and how they sh- did not blossom, though they will not blossom, and there's no fruit on the vine, and the produce of the olives will fail, and the fields will yield no fruit, no food, and the flock will be cut off from the fold, and there is no herds in the stalls. Yet will I rejoice in the Lord. I will make joy in God my salvation. God, the Lord of my strength, he will make my feet as hinds feet. He will make me tread in high places. Yes, God is our strength. God is our hope. Just as we uh, Dion spoke about faith, being that that substance of things hoped for, that that substance, we stand on our faith. We're girded by our faith. We're wrapped in the love of God through our faith. That that substance, that thing that we're able to stand on and uh, be able to hold us up in spite of our hardships, in spite of our shortcomings. Faith is what holds us, what keeps us bound what keeps us strong in the midst of difficult times. Yes, this chapter, though it goes through believers who had great faith and had great victories, we also see the believers whose outcome 
was not always positive, yet they too had great faith, as many of us do this morning as I pass the call. Hallelujah. Good morning, Jesus. God, thank you. Lord God, I am grateful that you don't sleep or slumber, that you are ever-present and aware and and watching over us. Father God, I praise your name this morning. How great thou art, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord God, before I say anything, Lord God, I ask you, I hold up our sister Pam right now for whatever it is, Lord God, that she needs prayer for, Lord God, whatever she Whatever it is, Lord God, that she needs you to hold her up and walk her through, Lord, and give her everything that she needs to make it through, Lord God, because your word says that I know that my present sufferings are nothing to be compared to the glory that will be revealed. God, thank you. Thank you for your promises. Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you for yet another beautiful and glorious day. Day, God. Thank you, God, for the declaration by Sister Pamela, Lord, uh, giving us a reminder, Lord God, that man cannot measure our faith. Hallelujah. God, you know us, Lord God. You created us, Lord God, for who we are to be and who we are becoming, God. So we just uh, press forward, Lord God, and we know that our faith factor, Lord, is uh, in you, Lord God. It's a personal thing, God. It's a personal determination, Lord God, a personal vigilance and a personal diligence, Lord God, and a personal desire and thriving and hunger and thirst, God, to know you, God, and to uh, have full uh, expectation that you will, uh, your word will be made plain in our lives, either in this time or the next, God, because we're not here for this time, Lord Jesus. We are here for the glory, God. We are here for the next uh, uh, our imperishable bodies, Lord God, that you will unclothe us, Lord God, if that's a word, unrobe us, Lord God, of this physical body, Lord God, and clothe us, Lord God, in our spiritual bodies, Lord God. Help us to remember, Jesus, that that is what we are here for, God. We believe in the endurance of our faith, Lord God. It says so in your word, God, that we must endure. We must strive, Jesus. Jesus, hallelujah, we must uh, forge ahead, press toward the mark of the high calling God. Lord God, we did not see the the people, Lord God, um, um, not only in Hebrews, Lord God, and those who had great faith, Lord God, by your measurement, Lord God, not by man's measurement, but I am reminded of our slavery days, our ancestors, Lord God, who moaned and groaned and who were hung, Lord God, and who were beaten, whipped, Lord God, but they prayed, Lord God, they prayed and they prayed, and I believe, Lord God, that I am a benefactor, Lord God, We they did not see perhaps uh, the fruit of their prayers, Lord God, the manifestation of their faith, God, but hallelujah, I believe that I am a benefactor of that great faith, God, thank you, and I just pray that our faith, Lord Jesus, will help not only ourselves, but help the man who is an unbeliever, Lord Jesus, to help those that know, that need to know you, Lord God, God, I bless your name, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God, our prayer 
empties the heart of its cares, Lord God, and our faith empties the heart of its of our cares, God. Prayer allows us to see and to know the personality of you, God. And my faith helps me to do the same, Jesus. My prayers acknowledge acknowledges answers uh, beyond my human ability, Lord God. And my faith allows me to see the manifestation of my prayers, Lord God. My prayers and my faith, Lord God, allow me, Jesus, hallelujah, to know you, Lord God, to long for you, Lord God to walk in your word, God. Hallelujah. Lord God, we are nothing but sinners, Lord God. But Lord God, you have turned each and every one of us on this call around, Lord God. Not only that, but our lives have been a testament to those around us, Jesus, so that they might uh, ask the question, what must I do to get to know the God that you know? Hallelujah. Lord God, it is through my faith, Lord God, that I know that this uh, life is not a, a bowl of cherries, Lord God. It's not a walk in the park, Lord God. It is a walk. It is a, 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 a walk, Lord God, of our endurance, Jesus. Hallelujah. God, some of us struggle and we suffer, Lord God. We're sick, Lord God. We are addicted, Lord God. But hallelujah, our faith, Lord God, will see us through even if. Even if we don't see it in this life, Lord God, I know we will be made new, we will be renewed, we will be restored, we will be revived. Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, God, let us not forget, Lord God, the many, many, many blessings that you have uh, uh, given us, Lord, the mercy, the grace, and the protection, Lord God, that you have bestowed upon us, Lord God, the darts and the arrows, Lord God, that have not come our way. Lord God, I bless your name this morning, Lord God. I call you my King, my Savior, my Lord of Lords, God. And Lord, let us not forget the great sacrifice that your Son made for us on the cross. Jesus, hallelujah. Talking about faith, God. Your word says, if I just have the faith of a mustard seed, Lord God, I can move a mountain. Oh, God, it just takes belief, Lord Jesus. It takes belief in the things that are unseen, Lord God. It just takes belief, Lord God, that knowing that I can't see until tomorrow. Oh, God, but you can see into the heavens, Lord God, because that is where you reside. You know my name, God. Hallelujah. You know we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Hallelujah. You know the struggles that we are going to go through, Lord God, and you know the victories that we are going to receive, God. So we stand firm in that. Lord Jesus, I bless your name. Hallelujah. Therefore, it says in Corinthians 1, 15 through 16, verse um, 58, Therefore, my dear brother, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that you that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Oh, God, we become so confused, so conflicted, Lord God. We become weary, Lord God, but your word says and reminds us, Lord God, to be not be weary in our well-doing. Oh, God, we just bless your name this morning. We call you Father, Abba, hallelujah. We call you our great protector, the Lamb, Lamb of God, Rosa, Sharon, God, 
baby Jesus, hallelujah. God, you are a shepherd, Lord God. We shall not want, Lord God. Your word says, Lord God, that we are made righteous through our faith. God, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, we just want to please you, Jesus. We just pray, God, that you will give us everything that we need to endure. God, when our bodies fail us because they will, God, give us what we need to endure, Jesus. When we are faced with a decision to do your will or to stand and look good in front of man, God, help us make the right decision. Help us to shout from the mountaintops that you are God and God alone. And nothing in this world, I mean nothing in this world, God, Help us to grow into who you would have us to be. Jesus, you are my Lord and Savior. I bless your name this morning. I bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. So as we take our phones off of mute, Lord, and remember, Jesus, that only through you can we get to you. God, hallelujah. We just bless your name this morning. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. You are my King. You are my Savior, God. I love you, Jesus. I thank you, God. Bless us, Jesus. Help us not to uh, always come to you with uh, uh, petitions for what we need or what we want, Lord God. Help us to come to you and ask us what do you need us to do. God, we love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. You are my king. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Father God, for who you are, God. Thank you, God, for turning us around, God. Thank you, God, for being God. Hallelujah. And God all by yourself, Jesus. Hallelujah. You are the great I am, God. There is no one before you. There shall not be anyone after you, Lord God. Everything that comes to us, Lord, because of your permissible will, Lord God. So when we stand in the fire, Lord God, help us not to burn, Lord God. When we perish, Lord God, help us to look towards the glory on the other side of this side. God, I bless your name this morning. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Oh, God, 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 oh, God
Good morning, Catherine. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning, Juliet. Uh, good morning, Juliet. Uh, that was a good, great decoration. Praise God. Thank you. Are there any others who'd like to say good morning? Yes, good morning. This is Candace. Good morning, Candace. Well, let's um, go ahead and get into the discussion this morning. Um, I'm just going to open it up. Um, I don't have any specific questions um, to ask, so I'm just going to open it up. Um, if there's anything that I said or anything that um, you have a question or would like to respond on something that uh, maybe I said um, through the declaration, I wanted to open the call up at this time. Uh, to give you an opportunity to share. Um, you know, I really, um, like I said, as I was preparing for this declaration this morning, um, it was just so, um, God just kept bringing me back to this 11th chapter. He took me to several different um, um, chapters along the way, like in First Peter and uh, different ones who... Um, but it kept uh, coming back to the same um, understanding that, you know, there were, uh, there are believers who, um, even though they love God, they have such great faith, uh, they go through such uh, great persecution and hardship, um, yet they continue to trust God, they continue to 
to love the Lord. And so that just kind of really stuck out um, in my mind. And, you know, like I said, I was kind of dealing with uh, my own health issues. And I know many times throughout my life, um, uh, I've been um, told, you know, maybe you need to really pray to God. Maybe you really need to go back and ask God if there's any sins that maybe you've committed or something that's um, not right in your life or something that you may have done uh, wrong in your life um, that you need to repent for. Uh, you know, maybe you're not believing enough. Maybe you don't have enough faith, the reason why healing hasn't come forth in your life. Um, as many of you know, on the call, I've uh, dealt with this um, pancreatic issue um, for several years in my life. And um for, for whatever reason, God has chosen not to heal me at this time. And it's not that I don't believe him for healing um, and or have faith for my healing. Um, it just has not manifested in my body as of yet. Um, but reading this chapter and reading these verses, you know, it made me see believers who, um, in spite of their great persecution, in spite of the things that uh, they went through, it did not uh, cause them to falter on their faith and that God used them as a result of it um, to be great witnesses and that, you know, him saying that, you know, the world would be honored to have them in their midst um, because of their great faith. And, uh, you know, they were able to use that um, as a witness to, to others of who God is and um, of his great love. Um, and that, you know, even in spite of the, the difficulties that we are still able to prevail, that we are still able to, um, to, um, to survive in spite of, you know, and, and I loved when um, Peter, and I think James also uh, mentions this, that, you know, um, it's also, uh, uh, reiterated um, several places throughout the Bible. Um, I'm kind of drawing a blank on the specific scriptures, but you know, even if, if even if God never um, removes uh, my suffering or removes um, controversy or, or circumstances in my life, I still will serve Him. I still will praise Him. I mean, the things that he's done in my life already is, is enough for me to continue to, to praise him. He's given me life everlasting. He's given me the ability to, to rise and wake up each morning and to see a new mercies and to see new sun, sunlight and to see a new day. Um, he's given me such great love through family and friends. And so because of that, you know, um, though my healing may never come, or never be manifested in this life, you know, I still will serve him. I still will praise him. I still will honor him. Um, I still will um, go forth and, um, you know, prevail, you know, in that, you know, I'm still prevailing. I'm still, um, you know, my, my victory and strength is, is through my weaknesses. Um, is there anyone else who would like to share or, like I said, have a uh, comment that they would like to make? Hey, Pam, this is Juliet. Um, like I said, it's powerful what you were saying. 
And you know what you what you said that, um, earlier that stood out to you. You know they went through all that having never seen ever seen the promise. You know like you know thinking about um, Joseph. You know them coming out of Egypt and he got the promise, but he didn't see it fulfilled. But what he went through, you know, caused him to be able to live in Egypt as long as they did. And um, I think you know. I'm just thinking, you know, I th what comes across my mind when I think about that, what you're saying is that song, you know, somebody pray for me, you know, I don't know. I know, the, my, I, I, you know, just thinking about slavery in this country and thinking about just my ancestors, grandparents, whatever, the prayers, you know, that they went, you know, that, that they had and the promises that God uh, instilled in their hearts that they were not able to see fulfilled. But here we are today. You know what I'm saying, and it just it, and it goes on and on and on for me. But that right there, that yeah, that particular line just really resonates with me. Um, and then also about the Hebrew boys, you know how they were like they were they, their fate was sealed. It was sealed. You know, it's like you know, no matter what he does, if he does it, we still gonna serve. And if he does, it does he does not. We're still going to serve him, and I, you know, I pray that you know that is my, um, that's how I live my life, you know, and that's will be my stance until the day that I either take my breath, you know, before Christ come, or I'm able to see Him come. But that, yeah, that thing was very powerful. And I just want to say one more thing too, you know, some of you guys know my story as far as how me and my husband met, but. You know, I went on this journey with God, and my journey was, my question and my request was for him to show me love. And what I thought was so interesting that when he began to unpack this whole love, you know, journey, this chap chapter in my life, this new chapter in my life, you know, with so many, you know, there's so many scriptures in the Bible that talks about love. The chapter he took me to was uh, Hebrews 11. <laughs> And the scripture he took me to was like, you know, that verse 6, it said, without faith it's impossible to please him. He that cometh to God must believe that he is. And he stopped me there and said, who am I? You know, and that's where our journey began. My journey with him began on this love, this love venture. And I just, you know, I marvel at that, uh, you know, because that was something that resonated in my mind. Why would you not take me to, you know, for God so loved the world or you know, God is love, you know, he was like, no, he took me to the faith chapter, you know, my, my faith is what signifies my love for God. Wow. That was, that was just deep. Wow, that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, yeah, you're right. Um, you know, like the, the Hebrew boys, you know, regardless to whether God chooses to deliver us or save us or, you know, pr prevent, uh, you know, withhold the hand of the enemy from us, you know, uh, what God has done for us, you know, uh, for me and my life, you know, is it, enough, you know, um, the way that he's blessed me and my family and, you know, uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't even um, equate to me ever turning my back on God or denying him or, um, you know, bowing down to some other God. 
uh, it, it, you know, it just doesn't measure up to what God has done and, you know, his love and grace and mercy uh, towards me. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. That was powerful. Hallelujah. Good morning, Sister Pamela. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Juliet used the word um, marvel, you know, and um, wow, God is something to marvel at. You know, sometimes when we pray in our faith, you know, although sometimes we may pray and our faith is for us, but when we're selfless, right, we our pray our faith and our prayers reach and extend beyond ourselves and that's really I think what it's all about and when I look back I can't help but marvel at the wonder and the glory and the goodness and the magnitude of 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 God right and so I think a lot of times um especially when we are perhaps first starting off um, in our faith journey, um, we go to God with these supplications um, and we have these expectations and hopes, right, right, that, you know, God will do a certain thing. But the Word clearly tells us that um, sometimes it may not happen, you know, that may not be God's will for us. And that's where the acceptance piece, I think, comes in, like the the three boys, right? They said, even if it doesn't happen, I'm still going to do this, right? And the word says, as for me and my house, I will uh, praise God and honor God, right? And though he slay me, I will still honor God. And that is... That is a magnificent statement because that's really an expression of, you know, what we stand for, what we believe in, what we hope for, because we have to remember, at least for myself, it's not about this world, right? It's about the about the heaven and the promise beyond this world, right? The, right. Word, the Bible says that this, our life is like a whisper, it's fleeting, it's like a mist, mm-hmm only for a short period, and I have to remember that. I ask myself a lot, if you were stricken with something or something you were praying for and it doesn't come to pass, what would you do, right? And my prayer is that I don't fall short, I don't fall down, I don't give up, I don't give out, I don't, you know, curse God, you know. I have to remember that his will for me is the very best that I can do, right? Yeah. And even when my prayers are not answered, because all of our prayers will not be answered, we still must believe in the God that we serve, right? I think about Martin Luther King, right, and everything he went through and mm. his uh, assassination, right? But everything he went through, I am benefiting from it today. He yeah. said, I may not get to the mountaintop. He didn't. Wow. But he did. He led his life for us. Yeah. Right? And because of that, we have a victory and a triumph. And we get to see the glory and the fruit of his labor. I get to live in it today. Right? 
And there are so many other people that have uh, traversed this earth, right, that I am living in the power and the uh, fruition and the manifestation of those prayers. My mother prayed for me. Oh, my God. You know, she had the whole church praying for me, and I'm living the life I believe my mother prayed for me to have, not just to be clean and drug-free, but serving God. Oh, my God. So I just thank you for uh, for your declaration this morning and the reminder that we may not always get what we think we want or what we need, but God knows. And that's the part that's kind of, um, that, that takes a huge amount of acceptance and faith, right? Thanks for letting me share. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, yeah, it does. It takes a huge amount of faith. Um, you know, even in uh, preparing for this declaration, I kept, you know, uh, the enemy was just kind of attacking me, kind of like, you know, making me, you know, think like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, how is how how are they going to get anything from this? You know, like, who's going to understand that, you know, you suffer and you suffer and you suffer and you still don't get to the finish line. You know, there is no victory. There is nothing, you know, but there's there's just that victory in knowing that, you know, what we did was trailblaze the way for the upcoming generations would benefit as a result of, of the faith that we had. And so that's that's when I finally got to that last verse and really began to meditate on that last verse. It's like that just kind of like sealed it, like, okay, okay, I see what you're doing here, God. I see what you're saying, you know, um, even if we don't see the promise, even if we don't, you know, aren't still alive to see the second coming of Christ, you know, we still have, uh, through our faith, been a witness and have led others to Christ. And so that's why it's so important that uh, we allow our life to be um, um, a, a, a vehicle or a witness for others, you know, that we not miss any opportunities to share the love of God and to share our experiences with others. I love that about this call is how open um, this call is, how transparent it was. It is. I know for me, it was really difficult at the very beginning of, you know, being on the call, just being really transparent and really sharing my story with, with others, because, you know, it was something I was always um, not necessarily forbidden to do, but you know, as a leader of a church of the church, it's kind of like you're, you know, it's something you don't do. You don't share, you know, things that you're going through with, you know, the parishioners or other members of the church, and it's it's difficult. Um, you know, it was really difficult um, for me to to get to that point, but it was like so freeing um, once I began to really. Um, allow God to, to use me. And it was just um, so um, beautiful to see how uh, God used the experiences and things that I had gone through in life from, you know, my, the rape that I went through and miscarriage and, you know, my, my health issues and, you know, just all of these things, you know, is who I am. And it's, 
examples of who God was for me during those times in my life. And so um, I thank Dion for this call. I thank, you know, all of you guys for, you know, being there to listen and to, to share your stories and to allow those short stories to um, really bless other lives who are here on this call. Good morning, sis. This is Ravonda. Good morning, Ravonda. How you doing? I um, it's you know it's it's um, these mornings for me. Um, I sit and I listen to the declaration in the car, and normally it 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 might be before I take a dasa to school or I'm getting ready to run into the salon, and um, you know maybe for the last maybe 14 or 15 weeks, you know, how God has just been using everyone in um, in their declaration. And this month, being the one of faith, you know, just thinking about what you said, the transparency of everyone who has been just so open about what they've been going through. And as leaders, a lot of times, you know, we haven't always been able to be so open with what we have been experiencing because um, we had to have a certain, you know, we, we had to out a certain persona, you know, and it was encouraged a lot of times, you know, by um, leaderships that we may have been under, you know, and all of that was not for not. It was It was a learning experience because when you know better, you do better. And knowing that someone else is going to be blessed by our testimonies and by our candidness. And this morning, um, just listening to you on the latter part, you know, um, right now talking about, you know, what you have been suffering in your flesh, you know, and it just brings to light, you know, a joyful heart doeth good like a medicine. You know, and I say this scripture a lot, but I don't know if everyone really gets it because, you know, when you go on into the verse, it talks about even though, um, you know, our, you know, the spirit of a man can endure the sickness and, and you are the epitome of this verse, you know, but it says, but a broken spirit will dry up the bones, you know. If you don't really get it, if you don't really, um, you know, encompass, you know, who Jesus Christ is and the healing that he brings, because it may not always manifest in our physical bodies. And to know what we have, you know, waiting for us, God, if you don't give it to me now, I know that I, I still get it. You know, whether yeah. I'm here with you present, you know, in this body or to be absent with this body, I have my healing either way, you right. know, and the, and the blessing is to hear you talk about it in such a way that it is so pleasant and so beautiful, you know, and, you know, I'm sorry that you had, you have this, that you are suffering, you know, that your pancreas is doing what it's doing, you know, but in the will of the Lord, you ministering through this. And see, I don't think everyone gets that what you're experiencing is very painful. I know someone who went through the very same thing, you know, experiencing it. And 
and she was an older woman who who went through it for years. You know, she suffered with it for years, and um, just to see how how God worked in her life. You know, she learned how to read. She made the best of the life that God gave her. You know, and to hear you minister, you know, and to talk about it in the way that you do, and you said it has yet to man, the healing has yet to manifest. But what is so beautiful is that I I hear the joy in you understanding, you know, the will of God for your life, it transcends this affliction. And that he's going to get the glory either way. My God, such such a great confession of faith, Pamela. I thank God for your testimony this morning. Thank you for giving me the moment to talk. Wow, thank you. Thank you so much, Ravonda. I, I I really was blessed by that. I um yeah, it's it's been difficult and you know, I think um like we were saying as leaders, you know, you kind of have always been shunned from, you know, really opening up or telling people what you go through or what you deal with or what's happening and like I said that's what I just really love most about this call is because it's that freedom um that and and it really brings such freedom to to not only us but to those who hear and um it it really is a blessing um you know I you know praise God like I said even in spite of the pain and the 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 difficulty that I go through with this um and and I I just thank God it's not as bad as it was you know I mean literally I look back and I wonder you know like they the song says how I got over you know because you know there were times when you know I would be in the hospital for months and times when I would have to go in like every other you know two or three weeks out of a month to have procedures and you know it was just really insane the the uh, amount that of of things that I had to go through, um, and so I'm just grateful that you know it's it's uh, I feel like it's more manageable now, and so um, even though you know it is extremely painful, you know it's like I, I mm-hmm. I'm still seeing God in the midst of it, and so I just praise Him for that. Yeah, when the when your faith is your medicine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when your, exactly. faith, <laughs> when your faith has to be your your medicine, because the doctor can't cure this, okay? When your faith, right. <laughs> the joyful heart doeth good as a medicine. When your faith is oh, your man. medicine, because your body still, your body still manifests this affliction, and your joy and your faith has to be your medicine. You know, to me, that's the greatest display of faith. My God. Yeah, and the doctors are just so in awe because whenever I go in, it's like, um, you know, the nurses used to be like, stay in your room, just don't, you know, you don't, you shouldn't be up in the hallways. And I'm walking from room to room, talking to all the other patients and praying for them. And, you know, it's just, you know, but God, you know, he's just been my strength. And so I just thank God for him, uh, you know, whatever. Um, that's, like Good, morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Good morning. Hey,
Hey. This is Lisa. Um, hey, Lisa. Hey, I think somebody else was somebody else trying to speak. That was that echo I heard from me. Anyway, um, wow. Um, I love your share. I love the fact that um, you brought some balance to everything, right? Because if you've been in the Word for a while, there's so many scriptures. What I want to apologize for is for those that try to tell you um, you're not healed because of your unbelief or because of something you've done. And and that makes me sad because I get it. I understand just like the example with Job. But check this out. When they went to Job and they made those false accusations, God was going to deal with them according to their folly. And it wasn't until Job, they had to go and offer a burnt sacrifices and Job had to pray for them in order for them to not be dealt with. So that right there would cause us to be mindful how we judge another man's servant. Look, you are the servant of the most high God. So who am I to judge what you're going through, why you're going through it here? That's one part of it. So uh, here's another part. I get it why people say that because we have the scripture be it unto you according to your faith. Jesus couldn't do many miracles in his own hometown because of their unbelief. One and done as I say this may be whole, right? So get it. Maybe I'm just thinking of the way that healing and wholeness might be just a little bit off. I think we have our perception of what we think it might be. Hello? And because right. those people died in faith, they honored God. Yeah. Will we be found in faith when he returns? Because truth be told, he could come now. Plenty of people sick waiting on their healing. He could crack the sky right now. Will we yeah. be found in faith? That's the thing. When the Son of Man returns. That right there? Listen, and what does that mean? That means the faith that he has given you the measure to stand on. And it doesn't look like mine. It don't look like nobody else's. What he's given to you, will you be found operating in it? And if he doesn't deliver, will there be a nevertheless? Mm. Guess what? And the promise still came to pass. I love what they were saying about slavery, right? The promise still came to pass. Just because I don't see it don't mean God's plan won't prevail. Right. Glory to God. Thank you so much. I love you. And I am praying for you. And I'm praying for us as believers that we would become more sensitive um, to the heart of God. Um, into the Holy Spirit so that we can just be a help and not hurt, right? Because I don't want to be jacked up because I'm telling you something <laughs> and God has to deal with me about it. So, um, Yolanda, I appreciate your prayer this morning and your comments. And thank you, Pam. I love you. I love you too, my sister. Thank you. Is there anyone else who'd like to share? Yeah. Hey, Ravon, how are you doing? Diva! I want to read
y'all catch that? Uh, not she, all of it. Yeah, she just read Philippians four eleven. She um while you was um doing the um decoration, we was I was getting her dressed in her shower. So one of on Yvonne's shower curtain, you guys, has got scriptures. And she was like, Sister, I wanna read that one right there. And it says, I have learned to be content whatever the yeah. circumstances. Philippians four eleven. I said I said yes. Wow. I'm gonna write it down and let you read it. There you go. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my goodness. What a joy. <laughs> what a blessing. Wow, that is a message in and of itself. Thank you. I know, right? We have to learn to be content. Yeah. I just looked at her. I said, come on, you, yes, you can. Make sure you say this one right. Because <laughs> it, fits, so it fits exactly to what you were talking about, too. So I just yeah. Yes. just marveled at how the Holy Spirit just did that. I was like, what? Okay, yeah. Come on. <laughs> yes, I love it. Wow. That was such a, um, I, I agree with what everybody been saying, especially with Vonda, what she said, um, our faith is our medicine. I just had <laughs> that right there. just was like, that, that we got to utilize it that way. Like, literally, I need my, like, five, some people have to take medicine five, five times a day, three times a day. I don't care yeah. what it is. But we got to make sure we take them doses. Yeah, I was, I was joking around on that part, but yes, it is our medicine, you guys. We, <laughs> yeah, but great decoration. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that word. Oh my goodness. Um, the truth be told, when yes, go ahead. Can you touch on the fact that in this life we're going to have trials and tribulations and trouble? I don't think. We hear that enough, but that's a promise, too. <laughs> yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It definitely is. Um, we like to hear that part because that's, but it's the truth, you know. Yay! Yes, yes, amen. Um, but here comes our medicine, that faith, be of good courage, be of good cheer, right? He didn't just leave us there with that. And we know that those things that we go through are for a purpose. And sometimes it's bigger than us. It's bigger than us. Yeah. I mean, like I was saying with Paul, um, you know, he was saying that even though he was going through um, afflictions in his life, it was because of his affliction that he was able to minister the word to them and to to do what he was able to accomplish. It was because of that. Um, and many um, theologians, you know, uh, kind of have a, uh, they they uh, question what his affliction was about. You know, was it the thorn in the flesh? Was that something that was uh, a physical ailment or health or, you know, something that was um, preventing him um, from, um, you know, pursuing everything that God wanted him to do? Um, some believe that that uh, thorn in the flesh was, um the the woman because it talked about him um, going to God you know several times to um, pray to ask for it to be removed and so um, yet you know um, uh, Paul was basically saying yeah we go we'll go through trials we'll go through 
um, afflictions, but this is our testimony. This is what we need to use. Uh, James talks about it over and over again. Um, you know, it, I'm trying to come up with a couple of scriptures to um, to refer to it right now, uh, but for some reason my thing, my internet is acting up and I can't get on line right now. Um, but, um, yeah, if there's someone else who has some scriptures or who can, um, well, this is Nikisha. I just wanted to make a comment. Uh, Yvonne really blessed me just right now. I was going to say something else, but when she was preaching, <laughs> hello uh, know, she, right? she really she really blessed me uh this morning and um i i really uh thank god for uh your declaration on this morning and for the prayer on this morning and i just wanted to just uh just touch bases on um you know sometimes we get we get weary and then we we get to get to thinking and then we we look back and we're like okay yeah well god did did fix that but then it's like okay well this is going on right now and then you you get to thinking about stuff and you know my testimony is is um in 2000 um was around 2003 2004 uh i was faced with uh cervical cancer but the lord did heal my body and most recently, um, I I had hernia uh, repair surgery, and I'm still dealing with some issues with that. And I was supposed to have my gallbladder removed, so I'm thinking that my gallbladder is still acting up, but it's some other stuff going on. But praise be unto God, when they did check my gallbladder last week, I don't have any gallstones. So for all of you that were praying for me, God did touch my body again. The golf songs are gone. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Praise God. We can all Thank shout Jesus. right there. Yes. yes. <laughs> we can all shout right there. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but, yes. you know, you know, so we still get into like, okay, well, why is my back still hurting? You know, why these old knees and stuff like that. But instead of like thanking God for the gallstones being gone, I'm complaining about the other things. So I just need to just sit in the fact that the gallstones are gone, you know. So I just thank you for your declaration on today and just everything that was said. And I love you all to life and there you know there's just been a lot that was just said this weekend especially at church and just a lot of the quotes that's been on the internet and just you know help me with my unbelief because I believe because I, I have a, a, a testimony I have two testimonies of God touching my body but help me with my unbelief amen amen Yet will I praise him. Amen. Yes. <laughs> well, we thank God for your victory. Thank God for your healing. And yes, um, you know, it, it's beautiful when we uh, see God's healing being manifested in um, people of God. And, you know, like I said, that's your testimony. That's your opportunity to share um, that experience. And, you know, whether he 
um, ever heals you or does anything further in your life. It's like you see his hand, the hand of God in your life. You see how he's moving in your life. And I mean, that is just um, such a beautiful thing to see um, how he's moving in your life and how he's going to use you through that testimony to be a blessing to others and to um, bring faith into the lives of others who will hear that um, testimony and bring them that hope um, so thank you so much for, for sharing that. Is there others? Anyone else? Yes. Good morning, Sister Pamela. Great decoration. And, um, good morning. I, I, I too was very blessed by the call this morning. Um, the prayers, everything. Um, when it comes to Paul and, and his affliction that he was praying uh, for God to remove, didn't God tell him that was uh, sufficient? To, you know, and I was like, yeah, my grace is sufficient. <laughs> you know, as Christians, as saints, that's what Jeff has to remember, that God's grace is sufficient to carry me through and put me and to cover me whatever trial and tribulation that I'm going through. Um, I Thank you, uh, Yolanda, uh, when she mentioned me in her prayers, because I'm still going through, and God is allowing me to see with my eyes wide open the presence of his word in my life as I go through uh, uh, this physical, uh, uh, and you've been on the call for, you know, a long time testifying and standing on God's word, uh, trusting in and proclaiming your healing. And I'm, now I'm going through the experiencing it as well uh, with, with what I'm experiencing in my physical body. And I'm, I'm, I'm praising God in advance for the manifestation of a full recovery of total healing. Oh, hallelujah. So I, Jeff must remember that God tells me in, in his word, yes, I'm going to have trials and tribulations, but his grace is sufficient. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, so Job, Job told his wife, like, woman, I ain't finna cuss my God. <laughs> and, and, and I know I ain't went through nowhere near what Job went through, but Job's faith, he had faith in God. Oh, hallelujah. So I just want to throw that out, you know, that God tells us in his word that his grace is sufficient to cover us and carry us and protect us regardless yeah. of uh what like like you say, they, they, they threw those threw those boys down to the fire. Mm. They like so we ain't finna praise you, we gonna praise our God. We gonna yeah. honor our God even to death. It throw us in the fire. Oh, thank you, Lord. Yeah. Great declaration. Amen. Oh, Amen. Thank you, brother. Oh, sorry, this oh. is David. Mom, I'm just cutting in here. But thank you, brother Jeff, for that. And thank you, everyone who's given testimony. I feel a little encouraged to just share this with everyone. Um, when I was probably like 12 or 13, doctors told me that my mom didn't have more than probably six months to live. And fast forward 20-odd years later, so 
Um, I'm dating my sister, obviously. She's still here. And so I want to encourage everyone here, like, if you have the faith, God will turn your trials into testimony. So just continue to have your faith and let it build you and let it guide you because it will lead you to places where you can help other people and bring them to Christ. So that's all I got to say. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much. So much. Thank you. Amen. Now, see, Thank now, you. See, that, that blessed me right there. That blessed me right there. That oh, blessed, and, and we don't look at that as healing. We don't see it. You know, oh, that blessed me right there. Sufficient grace. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Y'all, I'm at work. Y'all going to get me in trouble. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. I, I can't even speak now. <laughs> yeah, God I mean God is just so merciful. It's just amazing. Um when I look back over my life and see where he's brought me from and what he's delivered me from and you know, the ways that he has healed me, not the way that man wants to see healing, but the way that he desired that I be healed and be used for him. And so I just thank God. I just thank God. Wow. (laughs) Is there anyone else who would like to share at this time? Um, I think we'll close out in prayer at this point. This is a good good point to close out. Is there anyone else? Hey, Pamela, it's Tanya. Yeah. I kept waiting hey, and trying to, <laughs> and I was overjoyed to hear you um, declare this morning. There are two things that stood out for me on the call. First of all, Yolanda just prayed heaven down. Um, but um, when Rabonda spoke and gave that scripture about faith and how faith is our medicine, and then when you when when the walking words came back and tied in, how that I wonder if our perception about healing might be off. Right? I wonder if we're off a little bit about what our expectation should be. And when I consider the grace that God gives us to go through whatever it is he gives us to go through, whether it is um, healing or it's emotional deliverance or it, or it, um, dealing with emotional issues or dealing with, um, you know, um, grief or dealing with um, our children and how God gives us this grace to keep going. And, and if we didn't open our mouths, especially those that declare on a regular basis, if we didn't open our mouths and share and talk about some of the things that we experienced, you wouldn't know based upon the fact that we continue to do what we do. We continue to minister. We continue to um, share. We continue to um, mentor. We continue to be an example because that's what we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to crumble and die because right. situations come up, because situations face us. Um, Lisa talked about the promise that we would suffer. <laughs> wow, who wants to talk? Who wants to claim that promise? Right, right. Who wants, right. To, who, who wants to remind God of that promise? But when we look at the fact that great is our reward, there's a reward on the on the. We don't go through because we want the reward. At least I don't. 
but there is a reward on the other side of it. And the reward may not be monetary. It may not be complete healing or whatever, but trust and believe we're not just going through the go through. I think that one of the things that also stood out for me is that you talked about how the nurses would tell you, you need to stay in your bed (laughs) and you would get up and go pray and talk to the other patients in the room. Imagine them not having anybody to come and offer a word of encouragement had you not been in position Wow. to be there in the hospital. Listen, it's much bigger than what we think. Wow. Is it an inconvenience for you? Absolutely. Does it hurt? I'm sure it does to the degree that you need some medication to help manage the pain, right? But knowing, so this is one of the things that helped me to keep my sanity um, or keep my thoughts from going all, the, all over the place when my son was diagnosed with stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is just, it's a form of cancer. Um, While I was at the hospital and they told me that I had to go out of the room for some of the procedures that they had to do, I would walk the halls and we were in the emergency room. I would walk, just walk back and forth in the emergency room. And maybe sometimes I might lay my hands on the door or the door frame of where someone was, or um, I would just pray. Not out loud, but I made sound, though, because it was important for me to make sound come out of my mouth because Satan is the prince of the atmosphere, and I wanted to break up the atmosphere. For Mm. all I know, there were people there that did not have anybody to intercede for them, and God allowed me. He loved them so much that he allowed my son to go through what he was going through so that I could be there just at that time that they were there so that I could pray for them. For all I know, I don't know, right? Yeah. But it gave me strength. To know that even though he was in a crisis, um, it gave me strength to just be in a position to be able to pray for some other people. Right. Yeah. So, so, so if we could take a different, um, if we could form a different opinion about when we're going through the things that we're going through. Listen, first of all, it's part of our journey. It's part of our responsibility. It's part of what we do as believers. We're going to go through some stuff, and we don't get to pick what it is. We get assignments delegated to us, but we get assignments delegated to us knowing that we have what it takes to make it through. You got to understand that. Right, right. I may not have the capacity for what Pam is going through, but she may not have the capacity for what I'm going through. Or yeah. anybody else, right? I know God loves me enough that he's not going to put me in a position where I'm going to fall as a result of this assignment that he's given me. Mm. I'm already an overcomer. I'm already more than a conqueror. I've already yeah. won. Winning may not look the way that it looks. Uh, it may not look the same as it does for us. Uh, I'm, I'm mixing that up. You know what I'm trying to say? Winning. Yeah, 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 yeah. My winning may not look like your winning, right? Right, but I still right. Win. It don't have to look like you think it should for me, right? Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? It, no, so, so no, it I'm makes saying, perfect sense. So, yes, so yeah. all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, is that we need to look at our suffering, whatever it is, through even that self-inflicted suffering. If we could put on a different lens and understand that God is in. Listen, guys, it's not a cliche. It's not God is in control of everything, including the suffering that we endure. So we can Mm -hmm. do it the right way. The right way would be not complaining about it. Yes, will you have your human moments? Absolutely. 
but making a decision, I'm not, I'm going to honor God in this too, whatever it is. That's all. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I love what you said about, you know, um, our winnings don't always look like um, the same for each other. You know, one, one person uh, victory might be running the race and standing on the podium with the, the gold medal around their necks. And someone else's victory might be, well, I just want to get 50 yards down the, down the, the down the, uh, the, 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 the track, you know, if I could make it 50 steps, you know, I would be grateful. Someone else's winning might be just getting out of the starting blocks. And so I thank you for that. That, that really blessed me because, you know, that victory, that winning, uh, doesn't always look the same for each of us, uh, but God, thank God, He He gives us those those small measures of hope, those small measures of faith, and you know those opportunities that we can share those victories uh, with one another. And it gives, it's the epitome of the, the 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 dude who was at the pool of Bethesda. Bethesda. It was when he he picked up. All that stuff, he picked up his bed, and he had to move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got you to pick up this here yeah. affliction right here. You got to pick it up and move, baby. And, yeah. and he trusts he trust Pam with this affliction. Mm. You know, he trusts Pam with this affliction, and that is, and it's a blessing. <laughs> it's a blessing. Why? Because you're able to brush up against someone else's life. You did that, you know. Um, Tan, thanks for thank you for bringing that out. You you did that by moving and going to be a blessing with someone else and taking up your bed and walking with that thing and blessing someone else just by praying. You know, whether it was in the hallway, you know, God, you know, because someone else. Ain't, ain't winning at this affliction, you know, but I'm I'm walking. Someone else ain't able to get up out of their bed with it, but I'm getting up out of this here bed. I'm taking this thing, you know, it's with me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wow. Tanya, thank you so much for, um, for saying that because, um, like I was saying earlier, it's like, okay, well, why are my knees still hurting? Why are my back still hurting? But for each appointment that I go to, I'm able to share God's goodness. And I've met so many people going to different doctor's appointments. And now that I'm in another state, I'm able to spread God's goodness in Nevada now. And just so thank you for changing my perspective. Thank you. Amen. Hey, is this a good place for us to do a little praise break? Yeah.
Thank you, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Thank you for your sweet spirit, Thank you for your sweet spirit. Thank you for confirming for Pamela. This is exactly what she needed to share this morning. I thank you, Lord God, that she is a witness for you of your great healing power. God, we magnify you for what you've done this morning. Thank you, God, that we will mark this. We will take our spiritual stick. We take our spirit, and we will draw a proverbial line in the sand and say, I'm sick of this, and we're not doing it no more. We don't go back. We don't go backwards. We bring you forward. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we give thanks to God Almighty. Amen and amen. Amen. God is awesome, Before we end the call, I need to ask a question before we end the call. Mona, Mona. Yes. Mona, yes. before yes. we end the call, I want there's a question that I need to ask. I heard a language. I heard somebody speaking in tongues, and I don't know if this was your first time or not. It was a new, it was a new sound for me. If you were on the call and this was your first time um, being, you, you, this was your first, you, you, <laughs> it's hard for me to even get out, but you know for certain that it was not you, but the spirit of God began to move through you and speak through you. If you are that person, can you just identify yourself? Because maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe you, you have the Holy Ghost already, but I just want to be sure. I mean, okay. it was it was Nikisha, but I mean, it wasn't okay. the first time, but it was just um, just like letting go because yesterday I I went live on Facebook and I went live Saturday on Facebook and just really getting personal about my health journey. Um, like I had spoke earlier about my um, hernia repair surgery and then I'm just really just documenting what's going on. Um, the hernia repair is fine, but I don't understand why I'm not healing. So I have um, gastritis, which is irritation of the stomach lining from taking ibuprofen off and on for the past 18 years due to a, a work injury. And so I'm just documenting that. And then so when you had spoke and when other comments were made, and like I said, I was complaining about, okay, well, why is God not touching other parts of my body? But then he did already heal me. He healed me from the cancer. He took the gallstones away, you know. But it's like he's he's still allowing me to be afflicted because he still wants me to speak of his goodness. So I still have to have these other elements. Amen. 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 So Amen. I'm we, just allowing him to just use me. Yeah. And so I'm just yeah. I have to surrender because I'm I'm stubborn, but I'm a quiet stubborn. So mm. I'm surrendering. Amen. Amen. But well, I don't like talking. I don't like don't. talking out loud. And yeah. so going live is a big thing for me. 
So gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And even thank you for thank Yeah. Well, you know this is a safe place, but thank you for sharing. Um, But I do want to make sure. I just wanted to give an opportunity if if there was if there was someone else like this is your it was your first time um, speaking openly or if this was your very first time even speaking in tongue, I just wanted to acknowledge you as not to shame you or anything like that. I just wanted to make sure I did not overlook you. Okay. All right. All Pamela, right. you want to officially close us out? Um, yeah, I'll, you, I'll yield to you. Go right ahead. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't think we need to pray again. I think we kind of did that already. Listen, make today a magnificent Monday by taking the complaints out of your mouth. Yes. Take the complaints out of your mouth. Yes. Replace it yes. with something else. Take the complaints out of your mouth and replace it with someone else. Listen, you guys, y'all go and grow and be the witnesses, the living epistles that people need to see. Amen. Love you. See you back tomorrow. Amen. Love you, too. Thank you. I get out of here. I'm in touch.